0: All right, it's another episode of Talk in the URL. I'm here with the illustrious, <laughs> the legendary, the mysterious. Mysterious. <laughs> Coochie. introduce yourself.
1: I'm uh, Kiska, also known as uh, Coochie Cowgirl. Um, I live in uh, Austin, Texas, and I used to live in New York briefly um, for about like four months, but Austin's like Base of operations. Um, and I guess I just do a lot of stuff here.
0: So let's start. Let's talk about that. Your four months in New York. So was that like a... Did you come up here and you were like, oh, I want to live in New York? And then you're like... Mm, I
1: don't want to live. It was like kind of screwed up because um, I did want to live there and I knew that it was going to be hard. Um, but I was just like, like, okay. So I had some missed opportunities because I was... I wanted to go up there and like sew. I wanted to like just work in like and now I see those jobs everywhere. Like Levi's has their own tailor, blah 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 has their own tailor. Anyways, I was looking at all those places, trying to find jobs and I couldn't. But then um some of the places I did apply to, I applied to to Dover Street Market, mm-hmm. I applied to um opening ceremony. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> they're gone now, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're gone. That's just sad It's funny. Um, I got two interviews at um opening ceremony when I was in New York, and I was like, it was it was maybe like a month after i had moved there, and I was like, Fuck yeah, like it's done, like I, I did it, <laughs> like I'm gonna have a steady job. Um, and I was gonna do embroidery in the back because they did like custom embroidery on stuff, and then I did two interviews, and they were like, "Yeah, this position just doesn't make enough money to like hire you to hire another person to do this." And I was like, "Why'd you interview me?" <laughs> but it was really weird. Like when I um, when I was there it was during the uh, during Fashion Week, and I had watched all these interviews on the founders and like all this other stuff because I was like, I want to be like prepared. They didn't really ask me anything crazy, um, but one of the the founders, Humberto Leon, mm-hmm. that walked up and started talking to the manager while I was interviewing and I was like whoa and he's like you got that jacket for a track ready for like because it was fashion week and they were doing yeah. um I don't I don't know if it was like they were embroidering four v files or like opening ceremony something like that mm-hmm. but they were custom embroidering something for a track and I was like what I was just like kind of Star Trek at that point not because like I don't even know this dude I mean he just works at Kenzo now I guess or probably not anymore but I was still just like, damn, that's the dude I just watched like interview for two hours last night. No, I feel you.
0: It's it's mad funny when that happens, like where you're just like, because when you're watching them, they're kind of like in your mind, like, oh, they're kind of like a spiritual creature type shit. And then like, you see
1: them in real life. You're like, yo, like, I was just watching videos about it. Like, <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't like someone like crazier. Cause then I probably wouldn't have been, I would have been like, when I was in New York. Okay, so I worked at this thrift shop in Midtown And it was like in a, like a rich Jewish neighborhood. And it was a nonprofit for a synagogue. So all these rich older people would bring in their, their stuff for tax, like a tax rebate or whatever. So we'd get like, like obviously like nice designer clothes, but it was just like the most random shop ever. Like apparently like Taylor Swift came in there one time. This is before I worked there, but I saw Zach Fox when, I, like, sold Zach Fox some, like, uh, crystal glasses. And I was just, like, like, my heart, like, froze up and I couldn't speak. And I was, like, bro, I was, like, I'm more more shook about Zach Fox than I am about, like, the owner of fucking opening ceremony.
0: No, because, like, Zach Fox is, like, the owner of opening ceremony for the timeline. Like <laughs> he's like he's on some other shit on there. Like he really uh, is. Like <laughs> he owns Twitter. <laughs> no, yeah, he he's different. He's one of the only people that beat. I, I have
1: a picture with him too. Really? I, I'll send it to you after the interview. I can yeah. like. <laughs> but That's yeah, there's, I was just like so starstruck. Um, but it's and the stint ended because I got fired from that job um and i was all like i was i was like i've never been fired from a job before so and they didn't give me any reason they were just like yeah we just don't think you you like fit in here and i was like what The the does that mean um and it was like a really small operation so i'm like i get it whatever uh, but i was still hurt and i didn't have any money and my parents didn't have any money to like help me out Like they were going through some money troubles um, so I was like, Well, fuck, I just guess gotta use my last <laughs> paycheck to buy a U-Haul. So then I uh got a U-Haul and drove back to Austin.
0: Woo! I understand that feeling. That shit is different,
1: oh, like it is because I was like I was just like, it's like a possibility that I you could end up homeless in New York. Like if you don't like I don't even know. You know what I mean?
0: Like, yeah, you're like one slip away from like being fucked. Like, essentially. Yeah,
1: but um, yeah, it was just... fun while it lasted. I really didn't do much, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I did apply to like. I mean, I just thought it was cool even getting an interview at opening ceremony, two interviews, and then um, Dover Street Market. It was like so bougie. Like, I walked in and I could already tell they weren't gonna take me serious. And I, I t- they talked to me for like ten minutes. And we're like, all right, see you. Like,
0: yeah, Dover Street is like they're all like uh. A... They're all like aliens in there, man. They're just like, "Hello, welcome to Dover Street Market. Are you ready
1: to purchase items?" <laughs> like, yeah, literally, like I, I, I get it because I've worked in like high end retail, but these dudes are like on a different like. They're almost like they're almost like pretentious, so that you buy stuff. They're like. Kind of like don't talk to you unless they absolutely know that you're gonna buy something.
0: Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I don't know, they're like the reverse of like Supreme employees. Like they're kind of the same, but it's like- and then
1: what's, What are Supreme employees like?
0: Supreme, okay. They've gotten better, like, cause like now they're corporate but bro, like back in the day, like, yo, Supreme employees were horrible. You would go in there, I re- but it was rightfully so. Like, imagine you're like a skater, right? And you're in this store and some dumbass little kid like me pulls up with a polo and some Jordan sixes on asking like opening T-shirts and looking at them and shit like, <laughs> like, bro, they fucking hate you there. And it kind of make it kind of made you become cooler because they didn't hate you because you were like, cool. They hated you because you were like doing lame shit. So, you know, like when you I mean, out- I
1: can't even imagine working at the Supreme Store. You know, 90% of people who walk in there are not trying to buy anything. No. And, and the thing about it is that, like, okay, in
0: Manhattan, right? Like, you know, all the downtown jobs, right? All your little, like, retail, all the Soho retail jobs, all of these people, though they are still retail workers. They, are, they have a higher sense of like, they're like, but I work for Cone de Garcon, but I work for I work for Palace. Like, and it's really interesting to see how the pretentiousness sometimes like, you know, like, leads to
1: you walking in there and not feeling
0: welcomed. Like, well, I,
1: I, I sometimes wonder if that's like part of their training, like literally to like be aloof. No, because, okay, I went into the Rick Owens store in LA and they were pretty nice, but they were more pretentious than like four years ago when I went in there. And they're really cool, but when I went into the Rick store in New York, oh my god! Like it is literally. They're just like, like they'll stare daggers at you if they can like tell that you're not buying nothing. Um, they're like, yeah, it's it's very, especially the Rick people. Like, no, I love going to
0: the Rick store. And just like. They they are they are into it. Like, out of all of the employees, they, like, they, they really – they get – like, their employees look like they're in the world.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I, I took a picture. I'm going to, like, just show it on the camera. I took a picture mm-hmm. a long time ago of um when I was in New York of this dude and all Rick in the subway and his girlfriend. And I felt like, bro, like – and it turns out this dude worked at the Rick store. Oh, my like, God like full like he was incredibly fitted and his girl was wearing these like y3 like wrestling shoes he had the like the tractor boots which were like brand new at that point and i was like holy shit he's got the tractor boots like <laughs> and i, I should have known he worked at the rick store but it was just so funny
0: it's really funny seeing people in like full rig like I was uh I used to live in this place called uh Greensboro. I mean not Greensboro, North Carolina. I used to live in this place called Virgi- like Martinsville, Virginia, and it's really close to Greensboro, North Carolina. This is like a normal southern like city. You know what I mean? Kind of like Charlotte or some shit. And like this guy was walking up and down, up and down, up and down this fucking like downtown block, and he had on like this full bro, he had the cummies on. He had like the Yes, he had like the, cummies on. I was like, "What?" Like the Margella cummies. Yo, yes, like yo, he went full like he he had that, and then everything else was rigged. And it was like he was looking like a art, like you know the picture of the archive dude. He's like nobody here knows that I'm wearing like like that's what they looked like. Um, but I was just like, dude, like you ripped down. He was like,
1: yep. That's, it. that's all he's like. He was like, waiting. "That's like what he does all day. He just waits for someone to like acknowledge that he's wearing Rick, And he's like, "You see yes. it?" And then that's like his like. He's like, "All right, I got ten more people before I can walk back inside. <laughs> Keep it
0: quota, you know."
1: That's <laughs> but what like, I do. also, it's really funny because people like that. Like, remember, like six nine. You nobody realizes this except when I first saw six nine. I was like, "That's him. He was yeah. the fuck." meme where it was like pussy N-word like on his shorts and I was like the that was like the fucking um,
0: what's With it HIV IREX, Irex
1: era and yeah. like oh my god and it was Rex like
0: it was crazy and then he also was the kid that suplexed his girl on
1: Vine. I never even seen that. Was that like a beat
0: No yeah it's crazy. You, you'll, you've you seen it before but you you wouldn't know it's I not know it was
1: him bro that see that just proves that man's an industry plant like they were like okay we're gonna turn this meme into like a music meme no for real it's
0: like i don't know that seeing those type of people kind of like you trace back their internet um like i guess you know origins and stuff like that and like I know people are going to have a field day with, like, our generation. Like, once we're at that point and, like, they go back and they see, like, all this. (laughs) Yeah,
1: literally. (laughs) I remember feeling that way. But, like, um, there was a lot of, like, Vine people who just, like, like, what's that one dude's name? He, like, made those weird-ass videos. He was kind of, like, oh, fuck. I cannot believe I can't remember it right now. But, um. I don't know. That's like not even a good descriptor, but um the dude who dances, you know I'm talking about the, the white dude who dances, who like dances to like dubstep and shit. Oh okay, 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 okay. I got yeah. you. Apparently he was like actually a professional dancer, but he hung out with all of those dudes, and then they ended up like, like getting their own like TV show pilot or something.
0: That's like
1: easy. Maybe he was just on YouTube. Either way, it was just like
0: they were generation comedy, was crazy. like the
1: informal comedy troupe, all from mm-hmm. like Vine. It was really weird. No, because Vine was so interesting because, like, I
0: feel like when it started to fall apart and when everyone started going to their, you know, respective directions, like, some people floated and then and, and kept afloat and got to transition to some other shit. Like, and then you got J. Paul.
1: Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, he got a whole ass career off of. I don't know. That's the funny thing is that I know he's from Vine, but I don't even know what he ever did on Vine. He was just some
0: dumb kid with his brother, and they'd just be doing dumb pranks. You're like, hey, what's up? It's the ball brothers.
1: That's the weird thing, too, is that, like, it's, like, because that, like, format hadn't been, like, explored yet, then it was, like, so much more, like, creative and that people weren't, like, like trying to be, like, formulaic. Like, that's why TikTok is, like, all of it's kind of the same in a way is because it's like that, like we've already done that with Vine. So people like know like how people like make funny videos in like a minute or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I feel like the whole internet's kind of like that. It's like, there's all these behind the scenes. I mean, the, <laughs> the URL, <laughs> the yeah. URL that like the actual like shit going on behind the scenes, there's just, real bubbles of like, especially in LA too. Like in LA, I feel like everybody there knows each other. They'll be like, oh yeah, I saw Jake Paul at a fucking, I don't know, you know, some shit like that.
0: No, I feel you. It's, it's funny. Cause like, I feel like a lot of these times, like during that entire time on Vine, like there wasn't one person like interviewing everybody or like talking to everybody or like establishing that this is like, Hey, like this is like a universe. Essentially. It's like a, a cinematic universe. Everybody has their own TV show. We're all in the same universe type
1: shit. And I feel like most of those people then wouldn't even, like, interview. They wouldn't even, like, consider it, like, a thing. Yeah. But pop- that's, that's a weird thing, too. It's, like, mixing with random people who, like, became, like, these, like, comedians or whatever. And then also there was, like, some people who were, like, literally probably, like, comedy writers on there already, mm-hmm. like, trying to get a break. And then they go on to, like, write for like, I mean, I don't, I can't name anybody at the top of my head, but I can guarantee that probably happened. Like, someone's riding for fucking SNL because of some Vine. No, for real. Because I think Vine was so important
0: because there's there's many times I watch TikToks and I'm like, this is too long. Like, this could have been like,
1: this could have been chopped down. And well, I'm why it's so fucking funny is because they like, they hit you with like the, like the setup, the punchline, and you know, that's it. Within like five seconds, it was so. essentially Pink Panthers comedy. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> like literally, literally yeah, comedy. Yeah, All the good shit in there. Yeah, it's like because this is like you know I, I'm a copywriter. That's like my my job or whatever. So I work oh, at okay. like a, a marketing agency and like I write stuff and da 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 da. Essentially, Vine, Twitter, all that prepared me for it because it's essentially like yo, like on Twitter when you have 120 you had to get it all down to 120. If you had a 300 character idea, you, and that's what copywriting is. It's like, I have this big idea, how, how do I get it down to this consumable sentence? Like- I
1: remember on Twitter, like when I first got it in high school, people thought I was really funny. That account's like long gone, but um, I just remember being like, I'd pr- I was like, I probably think about my tweets the most because you, you'd be like sitting there, like rewording it, like. Like you'd be like, should I say, should I say like they are or should I say they were like you know it'd be like the yeah. stupidest like smallest little bullshit. You're like, what would make this like <laughs> like funnier, but like uh, quantifiably funnier? You're like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, which uh, you know words is gonna make mm-hmm. this. Which is the weird thing because it was never the concept; it was literally just like how you phrased it.
0: No, for real, for real.
1: That that. And
0: that's such an important thing because, like, five people may have the same idea, but the there only maybe one person that knows how to do it in a way that everybody can get it or understand it or it translates the best. Like, and that's a skill. Or I
1: mean, on TikTok, no, for real. Like, someone like it'll be like so close to being funny, and then you're like, bro, you 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 just messed it up. (laughs) TikTok
0: is interesting because. It has the components of a vine in the casualness of a vine, but it still has monetization and stuff. So like, you know, I have friends right now. Um, I have friends right now that have like crazy, crazy, like TikToks. Like my, my friend Kyle has like over a million like followers on TikTok. And he's, he's, like, like, he's being paid every week, like every month, on some YouTube shit. Like, it's like YouTube. Like, so these people that are booming on TikTok are actually dead making money. That's the difference between it and Vine. Like, Vine, you had to get the monetization aspect from all of the other things. Like, you got to sell t-shirts. You got to do this. You got to do that.
1: I mean, I I enjoy that. I think that's, like, really good that – but then now you just have to see how they're going to end up in the end, like, yeah motherfuckers out of that because they're going to be like wait, 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 we didn't even give you this much money like because no, <laughs> like, that's, like, that's what YouTube did. They started just like putting like the craziest guidelines in or like they, they let their monetization thing run wild and they just kind of like oh, there's so many oh, there's like, so I'm excited now because Twitter's Twitter's got that but like I gotta, you know, you gotta hit like 10k before you like make it yeah, any right?
0: a with that. What about the micro influencers? What about the <laughs>
1: I feel, I feel like lots of people I'm mutuals with are, are on their, like, second or third accounts. Like, people, like, Gum Gum used to have, like, 50 or something K. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many people where it's like, mm-hmm. this is my fourth account. I probably would have been around, like,
0: 6K at this point, 7K. But like I finally came up from the ashes like for the third fucking time, and each time I got banned for the same thing.
1: Like, my the last time I got banned, <laughs> <laughs> like that's I, got. I was always afraid that that's when I was gonna be like, like, sometimes it's just like someone so stupid or like a white supremacist where you just gonna be like, kill yourself.
0: but that's the thing. It was that I told bro. I told my friend. My friend was like. Tame Paul is garbage, and he all. And this is a thing that me and him have. He always like gets me riled up type shit, and I like, I remember I was like, yeah, God God, man, God, bro, kill yourself. I, and man, then, I was like, bro, I'm gonna kill out you. Of and they boom got my shit out of there. I was sitting there like, yo, like, what's gonna happen? Where to now?
1: Because of like Stan Twitter, I have like made sure to never say anything that could get me banned. Because I always think like one day I'm gonna be like. You know what, I don't really like hip hop music or something. Or I hate Taylor Swift. And then they're they're gonna like go, they're gonna like scroll like like a year down and they're gonna be like, there it is. They said kill yourself, like you're out of here. Like
0: (laughs) Yo, for real. Cause like I understood that. I don't think I've ever gotten I saw how bad like Nikki Twitter was, like I knew I knew how barbs were. So it was like, I never wanted to stir up any other, you know what I'm saying? So like, the only time I did stir some people up, I remember this white dude said something about like, some old white guy said something about MAGA back in like 2016, 2016, some sort of quote. And I remember I quoted it and I was like, damn, it feels good that this motherfucker is going to be dead soon. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yo, Trump Twitter, I've never, they hit my fucking inbox.
1: You see how the left is planning to to murder magas or something?
0: Yeah, like yo, I just remember that day was crazy because like they were calling me the n word. I was like, bro, you would never say this to me in your real life. I would beat your ass. He was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. On my internet, and, like, and then then they'll be, turn around and be like, I'm not racist. No, I'm it was it was a very scary, not scary for me, but scary to think like, okay, there's this happening on the
1: other side of the screen like this, like upset, like. I remember it was – okay, the only time I've ever had, like, a bunch of people mad at me on Twitter was um, one time back in high school where I literally posted a picture from Tumblr of this, like, leather bag, and I was like, like, this is so cute. Like, I want – it was like a – it was a hair on hide, cow hide, like, backpack. <laughs> Excuse me. Backpack. And these vegans, like, straight-edge vegans were, like – like in like, literally like being just so hateful towards me. And I was like, bro, like, I was like, I just like the bag. But then I was, then I was like, all right, fuck y'all. And then I just started, you know, like, egging them on. And I don't even know how it happened. because I was like, where did y'all even come from? Like, (laughs) it wasn't anybody that like followed me. It was just a bunch of vegans who like were really mad at me for like wanting to wear some leather. And I was like, bro, this is like some pita shit. No, they need to chill.
0: Like, Peter, need to, yo, because the thing about Peter, it's like, okay, I understand the vegan. I understand that shit. Cool. But it's like, they be moving, like, people. They be moving, like, people that fuck with, like, you know, leathers are, like, MAGA. Like, they, they be hitting us like, yo, we are ma-. I'm like, yo, chill. Like, I understand. I get it. You know, I understand. I, I respect the... I,
1: I mean, unapologetically, I think the meat industry is probably worse than the leather industry. For I, That's what I don't understand. The meat industry is way worse than the leather industry. And I'm like, I need a leather jacket. But also, I get all my clothes secondhand anyway. So it's like, you know, I have the... Yeah. Like, oh my God. I have like five vintage, vintage, like motorcycle, um, or like moto jackets, just black leather moto jackets. It's like the most perfect jacket you could ever buy. And I'm like, you could not make this with with leather. Like, there's not a way to do it. Now, that, cowboy, that that cowboy that don't gotta go. You cannot make this with pleather.
0: You can't. We
1: not giving no vegan leather for that. No. Instead, I'd be like buying shit secondhand. But I just I just got new cowboy boots for. And especially with cowboy boots, no boots are made for walking.
0: They're made to last. Listen, I'm from being from the south. I love interviewing with southern people. Because, like, the South is just weird. Like, it, it's kind of like we still in, like, this other world. Like, I would come to school and motherfuckers wearing Jordans and, like, the other dude next to me got, like,
1: $600 cowboy boots
0: on. He, like, Literally,
1: like even in, like, I, I mean, I live in, like, a very, like, um, I mean, it's, like, a microcosm. It's, like, where everybody thinks, like, Austin's a utopia, but it's, like, bro, it's just, like, surface-level politics. But, like, so everything else is still there below, mm-hmm. the, like, surface-level politics. So, yeah, you got, like, Cowboys. My dad told me in high school, he was a kicker, which is like, I guess, like the older word for like cowboys, like they, he was a kicker. So like, I don't even know why they call him that. But yo, that's kind of fire. though. (laughs) yeah. So he was all like, you know, cowboy out and shit. And it's funny. I I told my, my coworkers from Mexico and he came here and he was like, man, I mean, like a like a cow, like a white cowgirl. And I was like, bro. The white cowgirls are not the same as the Mexican cowgirls. I was like, the white cowgirls are racist. No, bro, like, I'm telling you, the I remember Mexican like
0: all of their boots at school were so different. Like that's when I started
1: understanding the difference. Like the real, like only real cowboy boots come like from Mexico. Like, yeah, they're no. and then crack.
0: <laughs> I remember being looking at, i be like, yo. I remember noticing it because I knew my friends didn't realize it. But I was like, "Yo, like this man flexing right now. Like, like look at the craftsmanship. Seven hundred dollar
1: cowboy boots act like it's nothing. Like, look the fucking the alligators, all that shit. Oh my god! I remember when Lucas Sabat was on that shit like a long ass time ago, and I was like, I was like high key mad because I was like, "Bitch, what do you know about that? Like, <laughs> this is my life." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was, "Like, yeah, my cowboy boots from blah 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 Mexico," and I was like. I deserve
0: those. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> No, I feel probably you. wore
1: them like twice. I'm like, okay.
0: No, like, for real. This. So this is interesting. So
1: your father was a kicker. That's and a lot. That's the funny thing. My dad's a biker. My dad is like a biker Christian dude. Um, And like, I wish I could like, I, I didn't, I've probably seen like one photo of him, like even wearing cowboy belt boots back then. It's funny though. They like kind of, my parents' new church or whatever, I guess they, they started buying more cowboy boots. They're, like, always checking at the thrifts for me and, like, for them. Like, all the good brands, like, Justins and, like... Yeah, Justins. They're, like, they're the expensive ones. They, like, find them at the thrift and be like, hey, do you want these?
0: Right. Oh, uh, so it's
1: kind of cool, but they've, like, circled back into the the cowboy boot territory. But he's, like, a total biker now. That's fine. Does he wear bandanas and shit? Like, yeah. He wears, oh my- like do rags and well do rags different kind of do rag but yeah. yeah i know you mean though <laughs> yeah he wears do rags and i mean on the bike it's not like this man's just walking around like no yeah he go to any of the like like well he does go to the rallies but i haven't been with him yet uh, i really want to go to like a, a biker rally with him that'll be uh, nice because, because me my twin and him all have motorcycles so whoa wait a second. are you a fucking superhero wait <laughs> so, so let's let's hear about the motorcycle. So when did you get a motorcycle? So I got a motorcycle after my twin. Um so my twin got one right after we graduated high school um and like I didn't even think I was going to get a car but then my dad was like kind of like begged my my grandmother cuz she got like the old people money or whatever. Mm-hmm. To like, get us some cars. And I was like, okay, fuck yeah. And then we had been talking about it, me and my twin, and they were gonna get a motorcycle. And I was like, that's so stupid. Like, like it's gonna, it's about to be winter. Like, <laughs> like you're gonna be in my car all the time. And guess what? They were in my car all the time, but their motorcycle was so fucking sick. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, like, I got a motorcycle. Um, and then like, after a year, um, my car like shitted out and I was like well I I think I had like maybe like it was before I went to New York so I had probably like two years where I didn't have a car or a year and I have something like that and then after that I was like fuck it I'm getting a motorcycle because they're so cheap they're like I bought my motorcycle for $2,000 and like it's like 15 years old but it still runs like decent so it's like it's the way to go I got it it's gonna be now like Two what's I'm trying to think. Yeah, like about to be like two years of me having a motorcycle. This is amazing. Yeah. So like the feeling of I
0: feel like I don't know. I feel like people that have motorcycles just like have a better lease on life. Like if you're purchasing a motorcycle at this point, you already know that like everything isn't promised. Like if I'm gonna do this shit, let me do it in style. Like
1: I definitely <laughs> I definitely agree with that because I'm like People say that. People are like, yeah, but you could just – I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. It is, I guess, more da- – I mean, it is more dangerous than having a car just in that you're not protected. But also, in the whole two years, I've had a motorcycle. I've never gotten in an accident. When I had a car, I got in way more accidents. Mm-hmm. It's like there's less distractions, but, like, you're more focused. Um, yeah. And you just got to – you're kind of putting your life in other people's hands because at that point, you're like, I'm good. But oh, – yeah, I, it's, I'd like smoking, it's like driving while you're high. Like you drive better while you're high most of the time because you're actually like, wait, I have to drive. Oh my God. I, see, I bear, I do not smoke weed anymore. But I remember when I did smoke weed and I tried to drive high, I was just like. I was like, um, I, I just remember I, I was like sitting at a like a, a stoplight and then I, I was like still sitting there at a green light. And I was like, oh, yeah, like like I can go now. <laughs> It's kind of different. I don't know. It's, it's just like they, they teach you that like you're pretty much like in, you're supposed to. OK, that's what they teach you when you get a motorcycle. they are supposed to be supposed to pretend that you're invisible to other people because you kind of are. They show this picture where it's like a motorcycle inside of a it's sitting in front of an 18 wheeler. So there's like the square and there's you. So you're like they only see that square. They don't really see you. Mm-hmm. OK, OK, OK. Invisible. That sounds crazy. OK, so like.
0: When uh when you're like when were you first introduced though like what was the first time that like
1: you saw a motorcycle you're like yo I want one of these it was um I mean like I rode on my dad's motorcycle probably when I was like the first time probably when I was like seven or something like that um but then I used to I mean my dad would just take me on his motorcycle like I used to go to Boy Scouts my dad would take me to Boy Scouts on the motorcycle and back I would like fall asleep. I mean this is a he has a big motorcycle though it has like a, it has like a like a seat on it and like all this stuff so I'd like fall asleep on this on the back of this motorcycle. Mhm. Yo that's like a crazy place to fall asleep. Right? I never thought about it and then my dad was just like and then I started looking back on it I was like I could have just like like fell right off. You're <laughs> fucking crazy. Okay, okay, okay. So at this point think there is one thing I did want to how you were talking about, I remember you asked uh whack and Moe their, their their first experiences on the internet. Oh yeah, I forgot to ask you, what was your first username? <laughs> so my first username was on um RuneScape and it was Sword and Rock 2, because Sword and Rock was already taken. And I guess I like I saw RuneScape and I thought it was like kind of like medieval. So I thought of like uh what's his name? Lancelot, or no, not Lance, the dude, who, yeah, I guess it's Lance, whoever pulled the sword from the rock, that's all I thought of. I'm so dead. Um, and then after that, it was like my email address, so I can't really say it, or like, it was like my, one of my older ones, I, I still use it for some stuff, but um, I played like a shit ton of Minecraft with my twin, and I ended up, that's the craziest thing, I have like a, like a, you can barely see it, but it's like a, it's like a little computer mouse, Oh, fire. (laughs) I got this, like, a long time ago because I felt like I was truly, like, a a child of the internet Mm -hmm. because um, I remember after playing Minecraft, I got into an IRC, which is basically, like, uh, just, like, Discord before Discord, just just a chat room, basically, Mm -hmm. and, like, all these dudes were, like, older than me. They were probably, like... um, from like 19 to like early 20s or whatever. And they were all like coding and shit. And I was like, fuck, I could do that as a job. So I was like basically like learning from them, like how to code a little bit. And then I ended up deciding I didn't wanna do that, but I like still talk to those dudes today from like 2012, like literally from like 10 fucking years ago. These guys I've never met on the other side of the country. <laughs> like, um, and like from there, like, oh my God, okay. I'm trying one of them had sent me shrooms in the mail at one point and had like taught me how to use the dark web and like not, I made some money <laughs> from that. And I was just like, this would have never happened if I didn't like just meet some dudes playing Minecraft. Like,
0: no, for I feel you. No, no, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. No, that that's the crazy part about the internet. Cause like, those type of people that you meet, those are usually, like, the purest people type. Like, when you're and somebody playing video games, especially something like Minecraft, like, you can tell when people play Minecraft growing up. Like, I, and, it's, and it's cool, and it's cool because the shit that you're doing now is, like, it's kind of like on some real-life Minecraft. Like, you know, like, you making shit, all that stuff, like, let's get into this. Let's talk about the Roblox Minecraft
1: influence on, you know, what you're doing right now. I don't know. I feel like from like a young age, I've always been like extremely social. So at this time I was like I was like 13 or 14 and I was honestly just like a really annoying kid to these people. Mm-hmm. Um but they like kept me around and I guess my like my persistence to like not even care and just like be sociable and like <laughs> like I kept me around and I like you know I ended up benefiting in the end like making money like um but also like they they taught me like I don't know life shit that my like christian parents when like about like money and shit like that yeah i had bitcoins back in 2015 and 16. i had two whole bitcoins at one point <laughs> i ended up selling but like i was like that's just like weird like i i knew what bitcoins were before anybody knew what bitcoins were no like, for real me so I, I remember when she said like five six
0: hundred dollars and they were like yep this is the peak it's over like that was a very uh i hate myself for being that broke back then that's all yeah
1: honestly like it was like i had to like get rid of it to like re-up or whatever but i was just like well and i remember when Dogecoin was like dogecoin whatever you want to call it was like created as a as a fucking meme and then i mean it's still a fucking meme but like now people are like rich off that shit dead ass made bread right
0: off doge, that shit's funny as fuck like and that's one thing, like, even though like, I think he's weird, like, Elon Musk is like, uh, Elon Musk said some shit. He was just like, bro, like, usually the dumbest thing is like the, the, the best outcome. It's like the dumbest thing is
1: going to end up working. Like He is George, the world's biggest grifter. So I'm like sure he whole, wholeheartedly believes that. Cause I man did the fucking Tesla bot. He had someone in a suit come up on stage and was like, yeah, we don't have any proof of concept. But it's gonna look like that. Like it's gonna like like he has too much money to be joking
0: around like that. Like it's like, bro, you can't be posting memes and shit like that when one click over. Oh, oh no. If
1: I ever if I ever got like rich, you would not catch me on the internet, like okay, so he is so dumb with that that he literally got a fine from the SEC, the Security Exchange Commission, because he tweeted like uh Tesla to 420 tomorrow or some shit like that. And then yeah, I guess yeah. construed as like, uh, in some sort of like trading insider trading. I don't know if it was insider trading, but they he violated the rules by just saying that. I'm like, bro, was it worth it? What's what's Was that tweet worth the 420 like weed number tweet? Was that worth 50 million dollars? Like, it don't make sense to me.
0: No, for real, it's actually ridiculous. Like, oh. I'm waiting for the, the time period where one of us gets that type of money. Because I just feel like every time I see these people with that money, I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know what to do. Like, why y'all doing all this shit?
1: Why are you trying to go to the moon? Like, It's, bro, all, it's all corny motherfuckers. Look, Elon Musk could have built, like, 20,000 fucking orphanages, like, like, with the money that he spent. They could have fixed Flint. Right? Yeah, literally. Okay, I think about that. Like, let's talk about that. Not you don't even have to be like Elon Musk rich to do that. Like, what did they, They like the city guessed that it was going to be like, probably like only like a hundred million or something to fix the pipes. I'm like, I'm like, all of you motherfuckers have like, everybody who's just now becoming a bit, uh, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, like Rihanna, they're like, oh, they're billionaires now. I'm like, you motherfuckers going to fix that because they're not going to fix it. Like, yeah. who's going to fix this? It's look, so crazy because,
0: like, it, it sucks when the world is so shitty that we look to celebrities to, like, to try to fix it because the people that are supposed to fix it aren't doing their jobs. And it's like, Rihanna can't even chill right now because, yeah, Rihanna, we are expecting you to pay for flint. Like, do something. Like, like, we are
1: expecting everybody to be able to just, like, chip in and do this shit. And it's I like, like, fuck, like, I mean, that's the thing, too, is, though, that, like, i think a lot of people don't understand they see like they do a lot of like good pr but like a lot of the stuff they do is like not it's it's like more charity than like helping any like material conditions because like uh what is it like is it kobe who has like a school yes no no no, lebron 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 has a school but like like how much like that's all taxpayer funded Pretty much. I mean, it's like a public school, I believe. I don't yeah, think it's, it's like, new. No, it's like, but I can't lie. That one, out of all the shits, it's oh, not. That's the that's the best thing. But I, mm-hmm. I'm giving an example mm-hmm. of, of like a like a project where like it's good PR, but legitimately they're not paying for like a ton of it. It's like it's great that he did that, but he, he needs to do that like on a on a wide scale kind of thing. Yeah, because I mean, but, but we shouldn't be asking celeb. I don't want the celebrities to be
0: that's the the thing. It's like, bro, LeBron fucked around. That school is like. In terms of like what niggas did, like all right, let me think. Michael Jordan made a basketball camp that you got to pay a billion dollars to go to. LeBron, that school oh, is, yeah. That's is terrible. terrible. No, yeah, Michael Jordan doesn't care about. All right, let's,
1: let's let's focus on Michael Jordan then, because that yeah. man probably could have. That man could pay for all of Flint with one one drop, literally. No, yes, he could. He could literally put some mids out right now and fuel Flint. It's he actually could crazy. Literally make like the Flint Five, and motherfuckers would go crazy, like. That's terrible, but like, think about that. See, that's good PR for him, and he's doing like, you know what I mean? Can no, you know, had, tomorrow, everybody would want that. No, for real.
0: It's I had this idea. I, I made this whole concept up. Hopefully, anybody watching this will not steal this shit intellectual property. Yeah, look. Um, so basically, watching. watching. So basically, I came up with this idea. We were like, "Yo, let's make a clothing brand that everything is super expensive, right?" So like the hoodies. Or like a thousand dollars, but the money goes straight to somebody that needs bail. So like you bail somebody out by the clothes. Like like say if like I bought like a I'm wearing this hoodie. It got nothing on it. It may just have like one fucking tag on some shit. But it was a thousand dollars. And when you see me in that hoodie, you know like damn, this dude bailed somebody out of fucking jail. Like (laughs) that's crazy. That's a crazy concept. Two hundred and fifty dollars socks. Five hundred dollars shorts. Like everything is like super
1: overpriced. But it's like. It's for – re- it's like, yo, like all this – That would be made- like – oh, my God. So that's such a great idea because honestly – but that's the fuck thing is that everything is marketing. Everything. It, like, it's if crazy. you If you found a way to make that – that's the thing is that the, the goal is kind of at odds with like how you would have to market it because you would have to be like celebrities. This is super exclusive and you need to buy it because nobody else is going to have it. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. can afford that or whatever to make it like a status symbol to make it so that people would buy a thousand dollar hoodie, but then you're you're, you know, not not selling as many because you're you're marketing to a certain amount of rich people. Yeah, it's really weird. Like the
0: idea first came up because we was like, dude, we need. I, I was just joking. I was like, bro, let's make a woke leaderboard. Like, let's make like leaderboard. Let's <laughs> make a leaderboard in which motherfuckers rich people can flex how much they've given
1: back like let's make this shit let's make it like this so Ain't it's like for real though like like you cannot start your own charity for to funnel tax money through like no you gotta you gotta straight up buy these hoodies no and it's like yo it could it i don't know
0: it's just like i looked at i look at everything it's like now it feels like life you gotta gamify everything for people to want to do the right thing you know what i'm saying, like. I don't know. At, at some point, we're just going to have to put a foot down because, like, yo, I know getting people out of jail during the, May, and
1: shit. during the May uprisings, I saw, like, how much money was raised for bail in, like, Minneapolis and shit. I was like, like, I didn't know that most bail was that fucking cheap. Like, no, And, real. like, I mean, they were bailing out, like, 40 motherfuckers would get arrested protesting and then immediately the next day they'd be out. Just Like, it can't be that simple. Yeah. And cash bail. That's... That's uh that's my message to the made in the URL audience and Cashabell. Shout out, shout
0: out to that, shout out to the shout out to the audience. Gotta keep, keep them right. Oh yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your event. You you did an event recently. It it tore the timeline up, had some crazy guests. Let's hear about it, how it came
1: Okay. Out. Okay, before I talk about the event, I want to talk because that was my first show that I've ever thrown. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, the venue owners didn't even fucking believe me when I said that because I I have 400 people there. For one, I mean, like, look, Gum was there. Gum killed that shit. And Gum has, oh, my God, like, some crazy raving fans. Like, that dude, like, I swear to God, like, Gum could be, like, yeah, I'm in fucking Jamaica right now, and like 10 motherfuckers would hop on a plane to Jamaica. Oh, like- for real. <laughs> no, it's different. <laughs> I, I, yeah, he, he's different, bro. Different. Super different. Like I, I love it. Um, but another thing is that like my friends in Austin do raves and stuff all the time. We have like uh it's just now ending pro in like this is the last week or next weekend is the last weekend, but they got a venue for three months only. And um, have just been blowing that shit up every single weekend, throwing raves in this like small like warehouse space, which is actually right next to, like Sixth Street, which is like the the bar district of ours. It's like the most popping area, and it's just crazy they got that lease there. Twelve Twenty Two is another. They've been doing. I mean, they threw a party on a on a bridge that's like it used to be like a car bridge, and now it's just like decommissioned, like. They've thrown fucking. I mean, I've, I'm. They're just my friends, so I've always seen it. I've like kind of like I haven't really helped much with them. I mean, I've maybe door guide, but they're all like my really good friends. So I see how it works to throw one of these things. So for the longest time, I've just been like, I want to throw my own event. And actually, for the longest time, like since I've been mutuals with Gum, I've been like, I want to fly out Gum, and not to not to suck my own dick, but like I kind of started that Gum like. Motherfuckers run booking gun before me. That's all I have to no, say. you,
0: you did that. you did you was like look let me let me fuck up the whole world real quick. Let's get this ball rolling. Not yet. But it's good. It, like, I feel like I opened the floodgates
1: where motherfucker was like, oh shit, I could do this. Like
0: I can. Yeah, it's like the you you showed that
1: it's actually possible. Like the idea is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I put so much money onto that show though. Also that I didn't need to. It was a lot of marketing. Like I I had a bounce house for the event and i didn't really need to buy a bounce house um it was it was a marketing tool to get a bounce house i was like if you tell someone there's going to be a bounce house at a rave of course they're going to go they might and then once they get there they might not even want to jump in a bounce house that bad but you tell someone that and they're like holy shit like i have to go to this like if a bounce house is here like yeah literally so and but also i have like i have tons of friends who just do that they like do events they um shout out to my, my my business partner uh emma layman she's uh fire and like helped me with all of that shit. like um last minute uh, they, they weren't gonna give me an open bar so emma went out and we bought 500 worth of beer from like every single <laughs> every single gas station around that area because i was like the flyer said there's gonna be free drinks. There has to be free drinks, like, <laughs> <I'm so laughs> and that was at that was at 11:05, and it was supposed to start at 11. And so all these people are coming in. They're getting like charged for. Uh, it was it was a weird situation, um, but yeah, it was that like the bounce house. I have made my own like uh, fence basically because I wanted to like pack it. Because if if all the people that were there were inside the venue, it would have not work. So I like made my own fence to house the bounce house and all the people. It was just a lot of Mm pre-planning gone. Like really like, he has ton of like raving fans. So, I mean, that was like my first like 40 ticket sales. Um, I also had my, uh, my friends, the commune, it's like a fashion, like Mm -hmm. thing I'm in, uh, four of them flew out or three of them. It was supposed to be all six of us. Um, and we just stayed in Airbnb up here, like, um, so I, it was in all of Halcyon, which is uh, a, a, uh, like design and music uh, collective yeah. that Gums a part of. Uh, like all of them, ten of like ten of those motherfuckers were there. It was just crazy. Like, it was a
0: real life Twitter link up. It
1: was, it was like
0: everybody. It was like the everybody. Met, it was like the uh, the crossover episode. Literally. And it's funny because like. I I've been, I guess, like, my whole entire life has been essentially, like, a crossover episode, like, my, my adolescence, like, all my friends in New York, my roommate that I'm, like, living with right now, like, that my, I've known this nigga for, like, 10 years, like, I met him on, like, fucking Kanye to the, like, all of these people that I, I know in New York are all virtual, all so, connected. so I just started realizing, like, when I saw that, I was like, yo, like, this shit is, like, crazy, like y'all never like y'all never did this shit before like this is wild like and i'm glad to see this happening because it's like i don't know for all this time i thought everybody hung out in real life together everybody knew each other because like da, da, da. i was like yo like this is the beginning of like an era like
1: i like i really okay so i've always been really into like my local scene mm-hmm. um, i've i've been part so i live in austin which is a college town so of people live right around the university and there's a bunch of co-ops co-ops are just basically like dorms that aren't they're they're just dorms that are cooperative i guess they're not through the university and they would throw parties like all the fucking time especially during south by southwest living in austin during south like i'd see south by southwest every year so you're like exposed to this like kind of giant event throwing and you're like this is really cool and then you're like you kind of we would always go to the free shit because we've never I mean it's like four hundred dollars for a south by southwest pass. So I mean if you were if you were at like an official South by Southwest event during South by Southwest, you were lame. Like <laughs> unless you're getting money. Yeah, I feel you. It's just like why wow, are you there? Locals get like put on for a lot of that shit because it is like our city. They I mean there's not really a way to exclude us. So sometimes there is people who get on these official showcases or whatever. But Ever since I was 16, I've been out there, like, partying. And I remember I was 16 at these college co-ops, and people didn't even really look at us that weird. Like, they looked at us weird, like, bro, you're, like, 16, what the fuck are you doing? But, like, like if that shit happened, like, if, if some 16-year-olds were at my party, I'd be like, okay, y'all got to go. Like, what the fuck? But literally, we were just there, like, partying. Um, there was a fight night one time. Just, like, literally, they had, like, a ring set up. And... Mm-hmm me and my twin boxed each other inside this co-op and at the end of the night also these two dudes were fighting and they just stripped completely naked dicks out we're just like fighting in this college co-op and everybody's fucking drunk and like music blasting it's like so it sounds primal <laughs> yeah no literally And i just remember all these like really cool parties from these co-ops that i went to and i was like the ones that i like remember where i was like i gotta do some shit like this and actually, the the rave, Cowgirls rave, was only, like, that was just the the starter because I knew I had to do something normal that enough people would come to, get my name out there. And then then I have a bunch of real crazy shit planned. Like, I, me and Emma have been, like, like going down the list, planning, like, all this type of shit. I got, like, a, I've got a dinner party that I'm going to do in these drainage tunnels. I've got a mud wrestle. I'm going to do my own fight night like i've i've got a bunch of shit coming up this sound like the fucking the the olympics it's it's the party olympics it's like it's going to be really cool but yeah i mean i i really studied like partying i guess in austin just like being here i mean there was there's everything because of south by southwest acl the co-ops we have so many house shows like it's a big like house show city cuz it's like a college yeah. city like i've been to all that shit and i'm like Party, partying is a form of art to me. I'm just like this visual of everybody in this
0: party and these two dudes are just fighting butt nigga, That sounds like something that, like, I feel like a lot of people would pay to see. Like, that sound kind of like imagine you just fucked up at the party and niggas
1: just fighting like, like that sounds like exactly. And it was, it was even like it was a private, I don't even know how the fuck we got in there because I mean, one, we're 16, it's very obvious that we're not supposed to be there. Um, um, it was. It was, it was, 16. It was- they do, like, private ones just for, like, co-op friends yeah. and family or something. I think we just, like, snuck in there. Um, and so I was like, I wasn't even supposed to be there. But we there's, like, I'll send you those pictures, too. Um, you can, like, post those with the, the interview because, like, it's. Yeah, actually, let me see. Yeah,
0: send the photo. Send the photo. Yeah. I, I could post it. I, could, I think I can show it on here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Or you can just put that shit onto your screen for real, for real. We can see that shit.
1: Yeah, it's on one else's page. I gotta find it quick. This is uh, me and my twin boxing. Yo, what the fuck? Yo, and, that
0: sounds crazy.
1: And it's like this, like dingy little, like, mm-hmm. like it's. I don't even
0: know. That's so cool, though. That's cool. I like when weird things ha- like a couple of days ago, this skate shop around me near uh, named Tenant had like a skate competition in a bar so like motherfuckers is playing skate in the middle of a bar like they had it all set up tournament like that's those are the type of things i'm like all right i'm leaving the house tonight I'm, i'm going here.
1: like this is this is interesting that's my goal now i mean like i just i mean ever since like lockdowns ended in texas especially it's like there is something every single weekend every single day of the weekend too so it's, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every single weekend that you can go to. And I'm, like, I'm already feeling the burnout. So I'm, like, really ready to just, like, do some shit where, like, you see it and you're, like, I will have fun at this. But also just something that, like, is out of the normal because, like, like when DJs get a following and stuff, they're going to do these weekly weekly things. And, like, you know, if you live here and you go to that every single week. I mean, you might stop, like, going because you're just like, well, I've seen it once. I've seen it all. Like, so every, every single one of my parties to be, like, an event
0: event. And it's also, that's cool because if somebody went to one of your parties – they still had a unique experience and no one else could probably say like, Oh, you didn't go to this one. And then it's going to make people want to go to every single one. Cause it's like, it's
1: exactly the reasoning. I tell you, it's, it's super calculated. Like, it, For me. It, <laughs> okay. Like it was very, cal- like the, the balance house was like $400 that I had to rent it. And like, I, pff, I did not even have that money. Really? Like I'm, I was thankful that the venue wasn't asking for all the money up front. So like I paid them out and all this other stuff and mm-hmm. all my like employees or, well, I mean like, that's the thing too. I don't do volunteers. So I'm trying to, it's always going to be like 15 and up. So I'm like trying to figure out how I can get enough people in there. And if I need more, you know, people like more security for a certain event or more this, and like, I have to be able to pay them. So it's like, I'm like, I have to get the following who will pay that money so that I can pay my people and do another one. <laughs> yeah, damn, that's real though. You
0: getting everybody paid? Like everything you that that's real. Because a lot of people will sit here. Oh, everybody's volunteers and motherfuckers is just glorified interns and shit. Nah, that's cool because you gotta you know that you
1: have a platform. I mean, that's a big thing here in Austin. I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Less people will just volunteer, you know, just to work door or whatever. Um, but. I I mean like I just think about it I'm like I would rather be paying somebody so you know there's at least like you know they're not letting motherfuckers in the side or whatever <laughs> because no, they're getting paid you know type shit. That's so um, crazy.
0: Damn. This is dope though because it's like I feel like I've, I've interviewed a couple. Wait, let me see who who from the comp. I've interviewed you. Wait a second. I feel like every single person I've talked to from the commune, like, y'all all are, like, on some, like... It's, like, y'all a team? Y'all all have, like, specific, like, skills. It's, like, you know, like, everybody is, like, going, like, y'all have a really good ensemble there. Like, <laughs> no, nah, I fuck with it. I, I've been talking to uh, Camellia. I was talking to him. I was, like, yo, like, I want to get y'all, like, to do, like, a huge, like, podcast on here. Like, everybody's talking. Like, we'll have, like, a roundtable type shit. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, me and Camilo, well, all of us, all of us have talked about that in the past. I mean, also, it's it's hard when you have, like, 12 different, I mean, I don't even know how many people we have at this point, but mm-hmm. it's, like, at least 12 when you have that many people to, like, coordinate something that's, like. Yeah, you know, yeah. different time zones, everybody. We want to do that. Like, we want, I mean, we want to do a URL all together, too, but, like. It's uh, we want to do like, I mean, honestly, we've talked about doing like a little magazine or something like that. Um, I really see us at some point, like, just I mean, we're all getting the bag right now, it's pretty crazy. So, I'm just hoping that, um, we'll all link up in a certain city and just get something crazy going. We thought about even like, um, doing a meetup and just printing t shirts for ourselves, like, no, of- yeah, because y'all are the event. <laughs> um. But oh, let me tell you about the next party. This is going to blow your mind. Let me see if I can send you a picture of this real quick. Give me one second. So you can put it up on the screen. Cause All right, I'll send you... What's your Instagram? Made in the URL? Uh... Go,
0: my my personal is uh is Chris in the URL.
1: Chris in the URL. We all have like these continuity with the names. <laughs> I I just I just recently like switched over all my like I am now officially the same on everything, which that's is fire though because very very pleasing to me. To me. <laughs> well,
0: look, you know you know it's fire because you like it's like Minecraft and gamer tags and all that shit. It's fire when you have the right name and there's no extra letter. There's no like. It's just
1: yeah, like yeah. I remember when I, I it used to be coochie cowgirl, now it's like cowgirl coochie. What well, I think actually my Twitter, okay, so they're switched a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, someone had tried to like pay me money for coochie cowboy, and I was like, okay, a thousand dollars, and they were like, what? No, and I was like, oh, that's a thousand dollar username. I don't know about you, and now some loser has it. I don't know who has it now, but they they're just oh, okay. barely even use it. And I'm like. I'll be, having, I'll be having all the council
0: with, like, certain names I like. Like, just – and I'll tweet every okay, like- Yeah, a couple days just, like, to keep it a little active. Like, that shit's mad funny. Uh, okay,
1: so you see the, the one I just sent you
0: of those tunnels? Oh, yeah. Let me check. Let me check.
1: Oh, shit. Yo, this looks crazy. Can you put just the picture of that up on – um? Yeah, I actually can. Wait a second. Hold on. Let me... Try to get just the picture, because I'm not trying to blow up the spot or I feel you. I feel you. I feel you.
0: Yeah, we got a kid. Get... Now, I understand. The... That's one thing that's cool, though. Like, I like that you do the rave shit, because, like, I've been finally getting hit to rave culture. And, like, I don't know, my roommate is, like, super big into the scene in New York. So, like, I've been understanding, like, the... I don't know it was raw. I'd be like, yo, motherfuckers just pulled up under a bridge and just started getting turned. This is
1: fire, <laughs> It's so funny cuz I've seen that shit like like I said since I was 16 but mm-hmm. it's so funny cuz it's all about like that but also the vibe because like a lot of people who do this like shit like this like and Austin who have been doing it forever I mean you'll get like weird ass hippies weird ass ravers uh what you call them, uh, like just <laughs> people you're not really not trying to hang out with I don't okay, know so,
0: it's not letting me airdrop this shit to my Oh, computer. no worries.
1: But it's a giant tunnel. So you can see the, the big, like, open one in the middle there. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to fill one of those with furniture. Um, and I'm going to have a dinner party in there. I'm building a door to uh, to close it off, basically. So there's just going to be this big swinging door that opens. Um and we're filling it all with furniture. So it's going to be like couches with tables and chairs with tables and stuff like that going all the way down. If you also look at that other one I sent you, that's what it looks like inside. Um, that's like they're they're pretty long. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to get catered, um, get a DJ. It's going to be like a more chill thing, but it's going to be like probably less people, um, like more expensive tickets. It's going to be like $50 to getting like food and drink and like, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, trying to actually have a dinner party in this, like, <laughs> underground tunnel. Um, oh, that's so that, nice. That's, like, the – the that's what our uh, – I'm trying to wait out, like, before we do another big one because I'm just, mm-hmm. like, a lot of planning. So, like, that's – I mean, that's a lot of planning, too. But that's that's going before the mud wrestle. And then we're doing a mud wrestle. <laughs> you want know, a mud wrestle? Yo,
0: like – we really need all of the greatest photographers in the Austin area.
1: If you are not in the Austin area and you would like to visit Austin. My my friend. Uh, yeah. Honestly, if someone's willing to fly out to Austin, of course they get, they get free entry. Um, my best friend, uh, Day Randall. Um, that's his act too. It's just uh, Day Randall with, or D E R A N D L three. He's like the most amazing photographer. And he, he shot, uh cowgirls rave he shoots all of 1222s events lots of freak system events like um we're like really a small like ecosystem um in terms of like partying and stuff but yeah like honestly i'm I'm trying to i'm trying to get more like photographers and shit like the best photographers to get come out and like capture the capture the vibe no for real because like i'm thinking about the
0: visuals right now like that would be actually ridiculous.
1: For for that show also, um, the girl I've been working with, uh, her name is Sarah Myers. She's a graphic designer. Um, I'm going to be working with her, and we're going to be actual actually sending out physical invitations for the dinner party. Um, not to everybody, but just to, like, you know, people we want there. Um, and they're going to come in, like, an envelope with, like uh, – with like a wax seal on it like that's type shit you'll get one eventually whenever it comes around <laughs> that's bad fire okay so like i just really believe in like really like putting like full like production value into all of these just so that like um i think it will eventually like snowball into a bigger bag of like you know um Cause Austin is like a big industry town too. like during South by Southwest, you know, there was actually this dude who will not be named, but like totally, he, he was kind of running shit in Austin for a while, but he would like start fights at all of his own shows. But he like got like, yes, jewels, like he was, it was at a point where people were putting his like promoter tag on their own flyers to try to get people to come there. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, Jules was trying to do a show with him. Um, during South by Southwest, which is like one of the biggest events in Austin of the year. Um, And he just like fucked up the bag. So I I see that and I I always, I remember when I was younger, I saw that and I was like, bro, like I would be doing this completely different right now. (laughs) So that's that's the goal is to, you know, like just be able to do like bigger and cooler stuff. Cause that's the thing too, is that like, when you start doing bigger stuff, you kind of got to get permits.
0: No, yeah, and it becomes complicated. And you're like, "Fuck!" Oh, like,
1: oh. yeah, oh. I mean, honestly, okay. So the first show was 400 people. I want 800 people for the mud wrestle. That's that's towing the line right there, because it's like it's that's a lot of people. So. Turn into like small, event, <laughs> like, like, like concert. <laughs> you got to figure out how to like hide that somewhere where where uh, police mm-hmm. will not show up, type thing.
0: No, for real, that is, like, a huge thing, especially controlling that many amount of
1: people. Like, they're going to be drunk, tor- turned up, fucked up, and shit, like... I mean, that goes back to what I was saying, is that, like, for that, I'm already planning, like, I'm going to I'm gonna have, like, a whole ass team of security yeah, for that. Absolutely. Like, why do I pay for that? Like, yeah, I
0: mean, <laughs> no, yo, it's crazy, like... I don't know, I, I like the idea, though, because it's, like, that's one thing that me and Mark was talking about. Like, we were like, yo, like, These little things that we do, like, there's already been an idea of what a rave is. Everybody knows what a rave poster is supposed to look like or what a rave is supposed to. But it's like, okay, that's been around for a long time. Let's do something different. Like, making it to where you can add, like, another layer to it, like a mud wrestler or it's, like, some sort of, like, coordinated event with this. Like, it's just, like, the next evolution in it. And it's cool to see that you're trailblazing that
1: for real, for real. (laughs) I wouldn't say that, but I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, after the mud wrestle, I'd love to do some shit in New York. Like the only thing I've ever like, even when I was in New York, I was like, I want to do stuff here. I went to like one, uh, I went to a show with uh, Miss Um That was like the first one, first and only time we met before I left. But um, it was it was just at some bar, and I was like, okay, I've been to like a like a event at a bar. Like it, it was like after hours of the bar, I guess. Um. And then I also went to this this art show, which was really cool. Somewhere in Brooklyn, like up some stairs, it looked like an empty, like, which is really interesting. It, it was just basically like an empty apartment. And I couldn't tell if, like, they were moving. I, I didn't even know. But I was like, obviously, like, area there is, like, sparse. <laughs> like, it's hard mm-hmm. to get a spot to, like, do some shit. Unless you're doing it under a bridge or whatever, and, and then I can't even imagine because in New York, like cops are fucking everywhere. It, but it's so crazy though because like you would
0: think that it's like that, but it's like a lot of events now are starting to become like you know like ticketed at,
1: like you know clubs and shit. But these little underground worries be happening. Some shit at a club, it does not have to be normal. Like that's yeah, the thing. Like I I thought about when scouting like venues for stuff. I'm like, well, I could I could do it at this bar, but like. How do I fucking? How do I get a fucking um, (laughs) mechanical bull in there? Like that type of shit. Like, so one of the next events is gonna have mechanical bull. No, Um, that's a few events down. But like, but it's just stuff like that. Like it's like you're working with these like Mm -hmm. super big like ideas, and you gotta put them in these like really small parameters. You know, the
0: skateboarding brand
1: Dime. Yeah, I saw their. I saw some screenshot of their their competition. Okay, but. that's exactly what I was going to talk about. The Dime Glory
0: Games is essentially like if the X Games was made by a bunch of niggas that smoke weed and like we're just like from Argentina. Like it's the most funniest shit. It's a fucking skate competition, but it's so like it's if you would show somebody the Glory Games back in the '90s, where skate competitions were like, all right, we got two three heats, and you know, blah 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 like. It's just like they took that idea and was just like nah this could be way more than this and it's interesting to see this happening respectively in other lanes like
1: like that's why i'm i'm, I'm really excited to see a mud wrestling rave like skaters skaters have always been like really like pushing shit forward considering like because if you think about it like like in the 90s especially you got all these like hash dudes who like just do not give a fuck and are just like straight up doing whatever the fuck they want to. So even just that idea of, like, these dudes who are pulling up, like, uh, I don't know if you've seen, it. I think it's Jaws, like, trying to jump, like, this, like, fifty stair or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they come back, like, time and time and time again for, like, for, like, a fucking jump. And, like, if you think about it, like, these dudes obviously could have been arrested, like, probably a few times. But it's just, like, that thing of just, like, not giving a fuck, like, that's that's an event right there like they're like they're just doing it
0: and the mentality also is like with skaters it may not be the right way or it may not be the quote-unquote right way but they get it done and it's like that type of mentality when you go into other fields it just translates so well because you become the ultimate resourceful person like you're macgyver essentially in your mind because like As a skater having to get back up again, get back up again, get back up again, having to do things the wrong way for it to be right. Like you start being able
1: to just like think differently. Like I like some of the the fucking like links I've seen like skaters go to just to skate like one spot, like like, like, like scoping out like some spot for like weeks, going in like this specific time frame, like no lights on anything, so they no, can. See the shit in the
0: dark. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's ridiculous. And like, I respect. That's why I'm, I respect skaters so much. I'm just like, yo, like.
1: It's like this like party of like people. Uh, what's the word? Like when you when you stay so, um squatting, like like yeah. you ever heard squatter parties and like in like. I mean, I'm sure they happened in New York, but it was a lot in like Germany, like post-war Germany and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. where it was like they were literally squatting on just like some abandoned building that didn't belong to anybody. And then cops would come, but it's like, we don't know who fucking owns this building. We're just here. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, type shit. Like, they're not going to arrest 600 people for partying. They can't. So it's like you're literally like giant middle finger to like. The powers that be, just for you know, just for a spot or just for like, just for a party, like it's pretty cool.
0: No, yeah, like it, it's kind of just like I don't know, like a in certain, in certain sports, like uh, so you do you could do two things in two different sports the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, and once you start like you know recognizing that, like that's why like this this generation of kids that ended up doing everything, they're gonna be able to make all of these things. That I guess you know, like they're into like so fucking unique because they're coming at it from thirty different angles. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit's that shit's amazing. I'm still gassed up off these. Like yo, like you got to start bringing these parties other places. I'm trying to see the mud wrestling party in New York. Like, I, 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 we, look, uh,
1: if 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 you can make it happen, we can make it happen. I mean, no, for real, because like. Uh, no my first party, Coochie X made in the URL
0: for, for real. Like I, we <laughs> threw the first party. I'm telling you, like this happened in literally like 15 minutes. Like I was like, "Yo, I'm coming to New York next week. Like, let's throw a party." And like it was Jack's birthday and my other friend's birthday. I was like, "All right, yeah, y'all, we're gonna throw y'all a party." Boom, hit up Mark. I'm like, "Yo, you want to do this?" Like, da 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 da. Like, and we just did it. Like, I feel like you have a lot more expertise, so. We could definitely do some shit for real. For real, I'm trying to do. that. I'm trying to, because like we're whacking Mo, pull up. We definitely gonna have to give. them – well, like-
1: I'm, I'm renting a sky crane. We're getting, we're getting one of the. like I saw so I work in construction, and like even just seeing a sky crane, I was like inspired because I was like, you can get anything into anywhere. Like, <laughs> so like I'm like, look, I'm trying to put, I'm trying to put a a mechanical bull on top of a, of a New York. You know, I rise kind of Yo, That would
0: be kind of nice Yeah. okay, so let's let This is going to be the last, this is the last part And this is how we're going to wrap everything in So this is how we tuck the burrito Okay So the construction So tell us about your construction And I guess like the reflections of like what you do in your personal work And then how that impacts like, you know
1: Well, I mean like I've, I'm have i actually just now getting out of it I got a promotion, I'm going into sales now But Fucking God. Um, I got hired because uh, my cousin uh, was just like posting, like trying to find somebody to work with him. And I was like, I'll do it. I mean, like since I was a kid, my dad's like a biker. He's handy. Like brothers men just like probably fix everything in our house. Like I've worked with power tools. So I was like, I can do it. Um, It's honestly kind of weird for me because I'm like, I'm like ordinarily like a femme presenting individual. Mm -hmm. these like hyper masculine spaces. And it's like, it's like ultra code switching. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're like um, and then I, I learned Spanish um, from I <laughs> like just working with them because um, like four of our other employees are from Mexico. Mm-hmm. My cousin speaks Spanish. So I was like the only I was the only white person at the company.
0: <laughs> which oh, is
1: really so you had to adapt. You was like, all right, I'm gonna like, <laughs> yeah, I I'm to learn. Yeah, I mean, um, but my boss always knew that like I, he. It's really funny. My boss is cool. He's, like, kind of a creative person. He, like, played like, he'll be playing guitar in our fucking showroom. Just, like, like, he's, like, badass at it. But he's, like, always knew that I was, like, a creative person and, like, wanted to do something else. So, honestly, I wouldn't say the construction has, like, came into a lot of sh- stuff I've done yet. But also because, like, I was, like, oh, yeah, I can, like uh, – I mean, it's something I never would have thought of. Um, like, when I'm talking about that tunnel party, I'm, like – Oh, I I know exactly the kind of drill bit and exactly the kind of fastener that I need if I want to hang something. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know how to make a door and know how to mount it into that concrete so I can put a door over this giant tunnel (laughs) type shit. But it's like, it's a small detail, but to me, it's like, would it be the same if there was just a bunch of furniture in this, in this tunnel and there's no door on it? Cause then it's not really like a space. It's just kind of like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's really about like transforming it and there's always going to be some amount of construction. There's actually this really cool company um, in New York, or New York in Austin called uh, Neon Tiger. And they've done all the, and you should look them up. They've done all the lighting for, these two new bars, which are basically the coolest bars in Austin, we've never had a real club, so it's like the first real club because everything in Austin is bars, really. Mm-hmm. So like, when you think of a club, like with like lots of lights, like lots of, you know, big ass DJ stands, stuff like that, like we don't have that. So they were the first to kind of do that, and they worked in collaboration with these lighting people, and they just killed it. And then they just did another lighting display for um, another bar. But stuff like that, that that to me is like an intersection of construction because they're literally fabricating these like light displays, like all different types of shit. It's all like neon kind of thing. Um, It's like neon LEDs. Um, But I kind of keep that mindset that like you really can make anything you want to. And it's probably not as complicated as you think it is. Mm. Um, Parts and stuff, but I've started thinking about stuff like that too. Okay, let me give you this on on the down low, anybody who watches this. Um, so I don't know if they've ever done this in New York, but in Austin, there's been tons of like heaven and hell parties. So there'll be like two different rooms or levels, floors, whatever, where like you you can you show up as like heaven or hell, like devil or angel or whatever, and you can go in between these two. And they got like different vibes, different music playing, whatever, different DJs. Um I thought about doing that, and then I was like, no, like, I the de- I took one thing from that idea because I was like, I just don't. It's so kind of played out here at that point. Um, have you ever heard of that in New
0: York? Well, no, I haven't heard of this specifically, part? but I've been to parties where there's been two rooms and it's been completely. So I understand the concept. It's just like they was dead ass like dressing up and everything, right? Like-
1: yeah, exactly. Oh, so I- I like an age boy double. It's oh, maybe yeah. I gotta do that shit in New York dude. No, for real. It may like bring the culture, but. The idea I had was it would be a doorway or any kind of opening, and you can basically put a pan at the bottom, right? Trying to get this in frame. (laughs) You can put a pan at the bottom, fill it with fake blood, and then you can have a small pump that pumps up the wall, the top, and it's just dripping like blood the whole time. You cannot go into this party without getting messed up. So it's like you have to come in something that you are like willing to get dirty and you're going to be covered in like this fake blood shit that's cool as shit because
0: it's like it kind of like immediately gets the bougie out of your system it's like yo like you came here to party you came here to not be fucking weird like get the fuck off the wall
1: i kind of i, I want to do i want to do both honestly because honestly I'm, I'm sometimes people are too bougie but then also sometimes people just aren't coming with the fits <laughs> no for real like, like it's it, it's like i mean there's certain rays where it's just like yo we about to be inside
0: it's turned up, dress comfortable, but then yeah. certain the outdoor outings, you know, it's like
1: you know, there's a little bit of air. You I love get this- that even more though than when people like come fully dressed, and people in Austin really do that, especially in in this like kind of like microcosm of a scene mm-hmm. with all my friends and stuff. People people like show out to these things, but then I I want like. I want to throw something where everybody shows up. Like, mm-hmm. like there, there is a dress... I mean, you're not going to get kicked out if you don't come up in dress code or anything stupid like that. No, There's expectation. But, like, come on. Like, you know, put on your, like, coolest outfit. You know what I mean? Like, literally show up in your coolest outfit. Like, No, for real. No, I, I feel that. Because it's just, like... That's cute. Because it, it's kind of like a... It, it has that
0: aspect of church. You know, like, in church, everybody... You got to have your Sunday best. You know, like, you wear your... Your, you know, your nicest clothes, church, da da da
1: da. It's, but it's like, like it's like playing dress up because it's like, like there's not really many things where people get to do that. Like, cause really? I think about that. Like, my best friend, uh, a day, like, bro, this man has like suits. He ha- he has like really, like pretty nice clothes. He knows how to dress him down, which is like really cool and like it works. But I'm like, I just want to see this man going like full force at like the like most dapper kind of like outfit he can, or like you know, even like just like wearing, like, a nice-ass nice, nice ass dress or some shit to, like, something. You know what I mean? Like, um, but, yeah, with, like, the mud wrestle, too, I'm just, like, that's going to be, like, right there on the front of the poster, like, dressed to get, like, fucked up. Because I don't want anybody to think that they can just show up and, like, just watch people from, like, a distance, like, in the mud. Like, you will get mud on you. I can guarantee that. Like,
0: literally. <laughs> you will get mud on you. No, that's cool because it's, like, I feel like um – um Certain pro- parties, you just got to let people know that shit, man.
1: And I feel like once you, once everybody yeah, else sees everybody I, else, like, for being bougie and if you get mud on yourself and you throw a hissy fit, like that's on you. <laughs> like- and
0: it's cool because it's like they're probably not going to do it because they going to see. It's kind of like when, if everybody else had their pants down, you wouldn't feel as uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, if you just have mud on you and everybody else is still cool, you'd be
1: mad as fuck. But it's like everybody fucked up. Just have fun. Shit. Like, <laughs> um, I remember, uh, I was like talking to my 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 friend, and she was talking to her homegirls, and she said that they said, "Nah, I wouldn't wrestle in mud, but I wrestle in baby oil." So I'm like, "Okay, so there's gonna be a baby oil pool. There's probably gonna be like legitimately. There's probably I'm thinking like a three by three grid. There's probably gonna be like three baby oil pools and like um, six mud pools. That's so the baby oil pool is gonna get hectic. It's
0: gonna be soft core." Porn for real. People are gonna be fighting.
1: <laughs> going let out? Also, I was like, okay, there's gonna be hell of security for this shit because if anybody's no, getting in, like, <laughs> we surprisingly for having 400 people at the cowgirls rave, there was only two dickheads we had to throw out. Fire. Two out of 400. Wait, that's a that's
0: a really good success
1: rate. Yeah. Right. So uh, that's what I'm shooting for down the line. Oh, with the construction thing, I did want to tell you when I got promoted. Um, so we work in iron right my Ooh. boss said that i could um design the desk for our whole office so i'm currently designing and it's gonna get fabricated by our factory Ooh. it's gonna come to us and we're gonna assemble it so that's that's what There's i'm so fire because like you're gonna be able to like really- There's so much i feel like i didn't even talk about i make clothes
0: too <laughs> no you know what this is this is this is what this is this is the good thing though because at most of the time when I interview people, I usually don't even like to talk about the thing. I'm trying to figure out who you are. Like, I want to figure out like who you are. Like by the second interview, we can get all into the nitty gritty.
1: Oh yeah, this, this is gonna be a second. Let's go.
0: But this one, this is the first. It's just the introduction. Gotcha. You know, like, I, no, I, I don't know. I, I think that uh, everybody that's gonna interview you after this is gonna ask you all those questions.
1: Like, oh okay, that's, that's why you're a great great interviewer. Like, you got it.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get people. To get uh completely sold. Cause like you can fuck with somebody on Twitter and everything like that, but once you see them moving and talking and you can identify
1: and you can start, it's like, oh, I'm real oh, they I'm just like them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I mean, that's what kind of got me into like art. It, w- it was either like it was like a uh, Basquiat or an Andy War. No, okay. So first like the first thing that ever got me into art was a Basquiat documentary. I was just like, that's just crazy that he just, like, came up like that and was just making this, like, super authentic art to him. But then also I, I uh, learned about Charles and Ray Eames. They designed a bunch of chairs. Well, they did more than chairs, but their story is just crazy. And then you start looking at this shit and you're like, there is, like, nothing you can't do. I mean, like, nothing. <laughs> like, Not for real. determination. But also that's the thing is people think they they got to have, like, some like crazy budget to do a lot of this shit like or even just like throw your own party or like you know work on clothes or like do anything really and you don't like it's like if you have the term- determination you'll know where to cut you know cut corners on, on budget constraints and stuff like that. No, it's like eventually
0: you get to a point where you have that hustler mentality where you have to actualize your dreams in any way
1: possible. It's like if that's they- what I thought um, about with this next party because I'm like this is hella complicated. I'm, I mean, like, these tunnels are, like, maybe, like, 50, 75 feet long, and I'm trying to fill the whole thing with furniture, right? Damn. So I'm like, where do I put this furniture beforehand? How do I get rid of it after? How do I move it in? The, the simplest part is how do I move it all in? <laughs> that's that's the yeah. simplest part. You no, know, for real. You got to get a, a caterer, like, all the other things that come with a normal party, you know, like. DJs, lights, you know, sound, blah, 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 like drinks. (laughs) So, but I'm like, well, I did the fucking rave. I can do this one. No, it's, that's it. It's like, it's like you do it once and you're like, okay, I got this. Yeah. It's like, I, this was, I remember
0: how hard it was in the beginning. And then you're like, okay, I did this shit. Like this is super, super hard now, but I can get to that hill. I can get over this hill. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, I did it
1: before. That's what the first one was, I guess, was really just for some shit for me to like first to like build an audience and then just to like feel it out, yeah. Because I was like, no one's gonna pay $20 for an- well, at least not here. Someone told me it was some Halcyon dudes were like, What you're charging 15 bucks for? I was actually charging 10 pre sale for a gum show, and I was like, I was yeah. like, I was like, <laughs> well, The thing is, nobody around here is gonna pay more than. 10 or 15 bucks for a show at all. No, for you real, like, because that's, they know that it's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing is I remember without all these countless like weekends, always just like, like our friends would like call each other and be like, are you trying to go to this tonight? And they'd be like, Oh, it's a $20 cover. I'd be like, is it going to be worth it? Like that was always the next question. Ten. No, it's for like, really. if you knew it was at least going to be a little wacky, then you're like, all right. But like me and the day used to say that all the time it was like, we're trying to have a wacky night, nothing else, like, just it has to be wacky.
0: No, for real. Like, nah, we, we, had, a, we had a couple of those dilemmas. Man, Moody Man just played in New York, <laughs> played, I, Moody Man played, and I didn't go because guess Moody what? Man. I didn't. The presale, the presale ticket was like 40
1: bucks. Who's like, you talking about the producer who produces for, for... gums,
0: gums, like who Gumby standing. New oh yeah, so, like House
1: legend. legend.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. He came to this uh this place called the Knockdown Center. When you come to New York, have you been to the basement? Yo, like okay.
1: I didn't go anywhere. I was so broke. I, I remember I feel it. you. No,
0: when I was up here, I was like before I was up here now, like I was so fucking like, oh my gosh, like I was sleeping on a couch.
1: Like I, l- I lived in the Bronx and like what was basically it was literally 40 square feet, and I had a living room out of that but my room was 40 square feet and then i had to i worked in midtown so i commuted from Parkchester to midtown every single day like, back. yeah it was, it was tragic
0: i understand that shit is crazy i was up in harlem i was on 136 in lennox word it was like kind of like like where i'm at in brooklyn i'm in yes. bushwick now like have you seen that picture where it's like if the girl brings you here and know you about to get the best head of your life I live in that block. Like, that's my stop or Isn't whatever. is it
1: the same picture if a girl brings
0: you here a run? is it the same picture?
1: Yeah, it's, it's the same one. It's the same one. <laughs> are true. Are true. Me because that is literally what my stop looked like in the Bronx. <laughs> no,
0: it's mad funny. Like, Broadway, Myrtle, is, it, Myrtle, Broadway, or whatever. It, it's so fucking, like,
1: there's Bro, so much shit
0: going on.
1: one girl I talked to when I was in New York lived out there.
0: Oh like <laughs> Dude, Bushwick, this location is stupid fire though, because like okay, you got mood ring right here, then you got a right here, then you got you know like, like I, did to, I
1: did go to mood ring.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay, word. So you was probably you was right here, like you know, like all in the in the bushwicks. Like, uh,
1: yeah, you know, my friend taught me, took me to like some of the, mm-hmm. the newer classics, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, yeah, there's some. I've been going to a couple recently. I think the weirdest one I went to recently was called the Jane. It's like a hotel on like the like uh, on the west side of like you know Manhattan uh, by the water, and it just felt like I was in like uh, you know how like how Ralph Lauren has stores where there's like a lounge and shit in it or something like that. Yeah. I'm in that, but like Abercrombie and Fitch during its peak, like, <laughs> that was the decor of this place with a sprinkle of Gossip Girl. That's I was so in cool. there with a Palace jersey on and jean shorts. I was like. I, I don't know where I just got to. Like, Who's who?
1: I was like, where, where? it was it was a vibe though. It was a vibe. It was, a it was a bob. Bob. You go in places like that, and you're like, I wonder what their like target customers like. Not oh, just yeah. like, not just like who actually buys shit there, but like they have a target customer, and they have like they have their outfit. They have like a picture of their target customer. Mm-hmm. I just always wonder like who that yeah. is. No, it's has it got be because- some dude in like some super tight skinny jeans, like it's got the like the pre-distressed like yeah like the crinkles (laughs) the crinkles oh my gosh you know it's funny because like
0: i was working on this project for work and they gave us a brief and it was just showing like who's like the target audience and like one of them was me like it wasn't a picture of me or whatever but like the description i was sitting there i was like when they were reading it in the meeting because i'm usually like me and my partner are usually the youngest people in the meeting so like they're reading this and everybody else is in there like oh yeah and I was sitting there like, nigga, the fuck? This is me. <laughs> this is crazy. But that like, up. no, it's funny. Like, and, and But on the project, we knocked the bitch out. Like, we got the oh, bitch. Yeah. So it was like, you know, we knew it. But it's so interesting seeing that because, like, the way that corporate or, like, the way that, like, people that create things envision their customer to be to so who actually usually be there, it's so funny to see, like, the difference or how, how similar it is, like,
1: That's that's really interesting is because, like, they're, like, really, like, commodifying their product. You know what I mean? Like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: trying to sell this to as many people as possible. And I always think working backwards from that is, like, the best way to go. Because you look at the – excuse me, I got the hiccups. You look at, like, um, all of, like, the designers and stuff working now, and they're not really – I mean, they're not designing – for I mean, obviously not big fashion houses like independent fashion houses. They are all designing for themselves, and it's like something Margiela said that like um, you know I'm not designing for like any woman. Um, it might have been Margiela or Rick Owens. They both said something to the same same amount, but it was it was basically like I'm I'm not designing for any woman. If they like it, will buy it. Kind yeah. of thing. like it's like you're you're designing for people who can make up their own mind, and then the the following follows after not before you know mm-hmm. there's no, there, it kind of just ruins things when you're like i need to capture this specific audience so we because you work within so many constraints
0: no yeah because that's what i like with with url like you know we're like working on like uh right now i'm like working on like my official first like clothing brand like so it's going to call it we call
1: URLian, and like yeah. we were thinking about like oh yeah they we're, we're, <laughs> well, of course i have what do you mean no, if you were interviewing me and i hadn't seen your clothing i i would have been mad i would have been well, like
0: I, I wait let me show you one piece hold on i'll show you one piece i'll show you one piece this is a little sample that we just did um most of it is just like crude like i don't know stupid like oh man do you like i don't know just stuff that's like based on like how we felt growing up we were on paint yeah. but like a lot of this stuff is us testing out the capabilities of our printer like all the things that we've done before have just been us, like, kind of, like, figuring out, like, okay, how big can we do a graphic? How big can we do it until it looks weird? Like, you know yeah, what yeah. And, like, I don't know. The, the one thing that we were just talking about, we were just like, bro, like, I was going to – we were going to just do, like, a – I don't know. Like, we're, we're not really basing, like, okay, we're going to do, like, a menswear line and we're going to do a women's – like, and it's not even some like, oh, this is a gender-neutral brand, but it's just hoodies yeah. and T-shirts.
1: Like oh my God, that is the most
0: annoying thing to me so ever i'm I'm tired of hearing about this uh, like you know oh this if is you shit. have
1: if you have to tell people that both genders can wear it, then like it don't make yeah, you just like you're like like I'm not like also any, any like gender nonconforming person is gonna be like like, oh, I can't wear this. it says men's wear on it like yeah like, <laughs> like and
0: also the thing that is stupid is like uh, I just I don't know, I hate buzzwords. Like I hate buzzwords. That's why, I, like, with all this shit, like, I'm very straight to the point. I'm like, bro, in the product description, I'm like, dude, I'm broke by it. Like, I don't care. If you, like, it's like, do you fuck with me? Like, if you do, <laughs> fuck with me. Like, yeah. Everything else is like, bro. Realistically, I do like maybe. um, Let me say, Sean Witherspoon, right? <laughs> oh, man, everything I do is renewable. Da 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 da. Once you remove that part and you start looking at everything individually, like, yo, this oh, is garbage
1: shit. is that. <laughs> Because, like, like, that's why was, like, when we pop out, like, it's, it's just, like, like Sean, Sean Weatherspoon, or mm-hmm. his name, is. it's, like, Watherspoon right? Wother,
0: so, I think, Wother. I
1: think. then He was, like, I've been putting my all into this, and it was, like, literally just, like, a color black like... Yeah, like, and then they posted it yeah. next to the Supreme John, right? Like, it looked just like the Supreme would
0: like, these motherfuckers be selling niggas' dreams, like, Pharrell is the fucking king of the shit, and it, and it pisses me off because I, I I love for real. I identify with Pharrell, I'm an Aries from Virginia, I think I'm just like this nigga, but I see certain things like human race, and I'm like bro, people are buying this because they think they get, they about to have your skin
1: and you just be sitting here like yeah it's, like, the, it's the ultimate scam it's like the clothing like oh my god, but also I mean like don't get me started on that, there's like there's not really much clothing that's like very like buying new clothing is like the definition of not being sustainable why if you're buying some new shit it's not it's not sustainable as you think yeah it's It's like let's just stop like you gotta you gotta like tell yourself i mean look this it's all about management it's like the whole thing it's like i mean I, i i'm not gonna eat at like you know fucking nobu every night i'm gonna fucking you know, I'll cook at home six days of the week and one day I'll get, like, fucking no progress Yeah,
0: no for really. have a day of a
1: month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like that. It's like you gotta, like, sustainability isn't some shit that, and it, also we can go on, go into how, like, this shit isn't even, this mainly, like, you know, the United States military is, like, the biggest polluter or whatever. But, I mean, like, if you look at a brand like, um, uh, Stella McCartney which for the longest time I did not know is Paul McCartney's daughter <laughs> which I should have known but yeah really? Stella McCartney's a big like high fashion brand she's been doing that shit forever
0: wait she's paul mccartney's
1: wait her her daughter yeah not, What that it oh. so like, is so like motherfuckers is fashion, fashion. it's nepotism and you don't even know it like no, okay, yeah so, of course so but, like, it's the craziest shit that you don't even know. You don't even think about it because you're like, no way that would be Paul McCartney's. Gone. Maybe with Greg Loren. You see okay, this show, you're like, oh. Devin Aoki, I don't know if you know this, mm-hmm. is uh, like sister in law to Steve Aoki, the DJ, okay. the guy who throws cake. Yeah. Uh, their father was like the creator of Benny Yeah, I watched his documentary, and when I saw it, I was like, what the f-? Thunk. Like he's like this eccentric million. He like died in some like crazy like ski boat accident or something. I don't even know. Like <laughs> <he's> like <laughs> eccentric like, like millionaire. and He's like, yeah, I'll get my daughter and son jobs. Like whatever, right?
0: No, it's so interesting because there's a lot of and and also it kind of be fucking up for me because I'll be real with you. I don't be like to hear that. Like I don't. It's like when I see people who was rich, I kind of just like I'm like okay, I can't really like be so. Oh no, I,
1: that, that shit like that shit like pushes me so much harder growing up in Austin all right mm-hmm. Austin has always been rich even before this whole tech tech rush they they started calling us silicon hills which is really fucking annoying cuz Austin is like hill country i guess um before all that oh my god you'd meet motherfuckers and you think they're normal and then you just thought they were kind of a dick and then you realize you're like they're rich as fuck i met this dude who His dad, like, wrote that fucking. He was a dick. He, his dad wrote the book on OJ Simpson, like one of the first, and he was like just rich from that. Like, he was just loaded from that. And then, I mean, that's fucking what, like 30 years ago, 40 years ago? Like, that's wild. Literally. And then also, I remember this one guy who is like an heir to a local grocery chain. Um, And then another guy, I don't even know what his dad did, but I remember he was so coked out one time at his house and he was telling us how his dad wrote a checkout for two and it meant 2 million. And I was like, I was like, I'm like, I'm like it's just like amounts of money that I can never even like think of having. So I'm just like, look, if you are literally the fail son of like some fucking millionaire, I already know I can do 10 times better than you. Like, it's not like if you, yeah, you got all the tools, all this money, and you can't do something better than this, like I cannot move nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it's the ultimate motivation because it's like you, uh, imagine you running a race against somebody super doped up, but you beating them. Yeah, exactly. Y'all, y'all, y'all are keeping up. You're like, bro, like if, if they got all this help, you know what I'm saying? I'm still doing this. Shit. I just must be that
1: bitch. <laughs> and I mean, Austin is full of, I mean, I'm New York is, dude, New York's probably more full of that shit. Oh my god! You meet someone popping, and you're like, you're like, oh! And then like some some person whispers in your ear, like, oh, their dad owns fucking I don't know, their dad contributes to the Met two million dollars each year or some shit. I don't know.
0: Yeah, for real. And it's just like, That's
1: oh. it, it's it's shit like I remember this one girl. <laughs> literally, there. I'm not, I'm not gonna say nothing about New York, but <laughs> it's the same as Austin. It's just like super rich families who've just been here forever, and like you meet their. Their heirs, basically. <laughs> yeah, and
0: they're just out in the street, like, like Bob. And, and the funniest thing is that how motherfuckers be queer baiting. They be like, they be struggle baiting. Like they be like, oh yeah, like everything oh my is god. I mean, yeah. Like motherfucker went into the thrift store with a black heart.
1: Like come on, like let's stop. Struggle baiting is like such a thing in Austin. Oh my god, because in Austin, like. It's not even like people are like millionaires struggle baiting. Like people are afraid to like, to like, just admit they're rich. I met this one bitch recently and she's super cool. And I remember I went to her apartment. She was just basically like, yeah, my parents are rich. And I was like, I respect that more than any. And like, she's not, they're probably not like super rich or anything. But like, I respect that more than any motherfucker Girl. who's some crust punk trying to act like they're, oh my God. In Austin, there's crust punks who are, like, homeless for the aesthetic. Like, like their, their dad's like a fucking, like, you know, millionaire, and they're, they're, they're out here bumming it for no reason. <laughs> it's oh just for the looks. I'm like, bro. That shit is
0: insane. It's actually crazy, because, like, I don't know, I have, I have a, a, a big problem with that shit, man. As somebody that comes from, you know, like, I wasn't by any means, I never struggled. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I didn't have a constant father figure in my life. You know what I mean? Like, my mom was, like, single parent, like, doing like,
1: a it. little money for the help with that. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like, bro, it's like, when I see this type of shit, motherfucker be crying all this shit, or, or going through all this shit, and they rich as fuck, or they have these opportunities. He but like, bro, get over it. it. <laughs>
1: no, what's that video of P.O.? He's like, shut up, bro. Shut up, bro. Shut up, bro. Like, <laughs> like ew, That's how I feel. Like, Look, next time I go to New York, I want to meet P.O. Look, do you ever okay? Look, I, okay, let me I let me let me get you P.O. P.O. details. I want to book P.O. or Hasbula, they both have the same um condition where they P.O. look be funny, though. Because P.O. dead ass be dancing like a bad bitch. P.O. gonna be up in there going, crazy. I cannot afford P.O.'s rate. P.O.'s rate for like a club appearance is probably like 50k or something crazy, yo.
0: P.O. Yo, I don't understand, like. When he first popped out, I was so infatuated with this person. I was like, yo, this is one of the most interesting niggas I ever
1: seen in my life. Like, I ain't no fucking thing on your fucking mind. Like, like you could tell this motherfucker was just there for the ride. Like, he was just like. And it was funny
0: when he first got. When when he first moved to America, that shit was funny as fuck. When he was like, oh, on the way to Connecticut. Like, okay. Bro, that's still. (laughs) He he was a walking mark like you know a walking meme machine. But no you you
1: definitely have P.O. But okay look, Hasbulla invest in Hasbulla stocks. He's the rush he's the Russian P.O. Yo he is. He is. Yo well, do you smoking? because I don't think most people would know this. I only figured it out through like just scrolling through some comments, but he's famous because he looks like a mini version of um a fucking like some MMA fighter who's Russian, really? Yes. Hey, They're we call- just saw it. this nigga and just thought he looked like funny. We we're like, yo, no, this is- no, it's because he looks like the mini version of some MMA fighter. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yo, I'm trying to meet uh with Hasboula in PO right now. I'm just, oh, just trying I, to get-
1: Okay, look, because that is some. Okay, like I said, I want every every one of my shows to be a bit. I joked about like having hasbula at the Cowgirls raid, but like. Oh my god, three shows down from now if I do a show in New York, if if a booking rate is right and I have that money to spend, I will book Hasbula and I'm going to have my friend Marcella um go follow her Fdibisbul FDBESML. Mm-hmm. Amazing fashion, she's in the commune. She right. speaks Russian. I'm going to have her show up just to like, you know, translate for Hasbula like
0: Yo, no. one nigga has Bula finna pull up, bro, with a bottle of vodka. Imagine, candy. imagine, because, look,
1: I will make it happen.
0: <laughs> I'll be real. If I was, I have, I put a hot Bula up here on the shoulder, and i just be like,
1: look, bro, me and my shooter here, like, y'all get out of the way, like, he, the king is here. <laughs> bro, can you imagine, like, he's only, like, 18. Bro, there's no way that dude is not, like, millionaire right now. I don't know. He's not, but, like, I think about that, like, those people who get those, like, meme endorsements, like, they get paid to show up at clubs and shit. Like, they, they are like, there is no way they're not making serious you know, they're making money at the club. You
0: remember those videos him going crazy? Like, you would be like, bro, I saw a video of that nigga in a pamper at the club. And, like, no shirt on with a pamper on going nuts. Like, throwing money and shit. <laughs> but also, P.O. is a bad bitch. Like, have you seen P.O. dance? Like, P.O. really be getting it. Like, yo, like. That's like. That, like- no, I'm talking about like, wait. This is how we going. This is how we going end this one right here. We going end this out on this beautiful video of PO just really getting it. Like, yeah, please. What is it? I'm trying to find the right one because this one, bro, this motherfucker. I was like, yo, like, this is crazy. Yeah. Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. This is funny. And it's funny because like PO's like 26. Literally, that man is not
1: even like like young at all. He was telling us the truth. He said, I am no fucking baby. <laughs> fucking I can understand why he's mad because look, if I was Hasbullah has Bula like just turned 18. Like this man's like still young. Like how we know, but he <laughs> like, is like a grown ass man. Yes.
0: Wait a second. Hopefully this shit ain't lagging. Okay, wait a second, wait a second. Let him get into it. Literally he's dancing like a bad bitch. No, look at the hand, look at the hand placements. Wait a second, hold on. Because I noticed this one video he has like a um a weave on and he's like with the weave like going crazy. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> with, the <laughs> with the hookah. With the hookah, yo, I'm telling you, you get his little there was this one there was this one skit he did. You remember when it came out? Um. Yeah. And he and he basically dressed up like the kid and like there was a like you know the, it was in like the the shit and he was like come down here he was like he's like I got pizza and P was like nah 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 no no and he was like I got hookah and P was like you got hookah he, <laughs> jumped in he jumped in there, uh, <laughs> that bit crazy okay what do you want the people the you are aliens what do you want everybody to know. 40, so what what everything you want to plug everything that you about to do in the next so-and-so
1: months um shout out to um uh, mark and shayna for their amazing success shout out yes. all of the commune um shout out everybody who helps me out in austin uh day Randall, i mentioned him he's a photographer uh emma layman she's my business partner um like shout out to all of them shout out to my twin um, none of them possible without them. Um, but more parties coming soon. Hopefully to a city near you. I mean, I'm really trying to. I'm trying to get that rolling as soon as possible. But also, I want people to come to Austin. Like all those people who flew to Austin, they were like, "Okay, let me tell you this." To anybody who's watching this, everybody who came to Austin, all of Halcyon, all of the commune, Gum, like Cooley, they're like, "Let me know when the next one is." Like. I will. Like, it was that. It was that, and it will be that for every single.
0: I've never been to Texas. I'm pull You're invited. So mean Oh right. my god, I'm ready. I'm coming for the mud party, man. Yeah. Gotta yeah, 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 get, gotta get muddy.
1: I, I keep thinking about those pictures of Woodstock '99. I'm like, yeah, let's turn it up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, people just people forgot that partying was an art, and I'm trying to bring that back. Hmm. And that ooh, that's the perfect way to end that bitch.
0: You know what I mean? All right, word. Pardon's are cow girls trying to ring up. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you to the commune. Like we said, yeah, shout out to uh shout out to Sashena and uh and Marty. They've been going crazy. Like the rains. Shout out to everybody watching this. Um and yeah, shout out to Austin. Shout out to Austin, shout out to everybody watching this. Thanks. Thank peace peace